0: It's Lamar Gibbs, welcome to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, where we celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. What's going on, everybody? You are tuned into the newest episode of the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. How are y'all doing? What's going on with your life? Hope everybody's doing well. Hope your week has been well. Hope your week has been blessed. Hope your week has been filled with life-changing thoughts filled with challenged, challenges, not challenges like negative challenges, but challenges for growth, filled with hope, hope for tomorrow, filled with transformation, filled with grace, filled with favor. I just pray the best for y'all. All All right, so once again, I found myself speaking on the topic that I wasn't originally planning, planning on speaking about but ended up speaking about it because it just popped into my heart in my spirit. And it's really crazy how that keeps happening. I'm just so grateful for God's grace in it. I'm really going to be planning episodes. I I promise you I will be planning episodes even more. And in the future you'll see more con more different kinds of content coming through from me, from yours truly. But I was riding on the subway and I just started really thinking about just the nature of, of being offended and more specifically the spirit of offense. Now as believers, as believers, as Christians, we of course, believe of course in the spiritual realm because God himself is spirit. But we also believe that there are spiritual beings that are antagonistic to the rule and ways of God and they are called demons and or in other words spirits demonic spirits and there are spiritual demonic spiritual beings that are at work constantly trying to frustrate the will of god in us as individuals in our families in our communities in our churches in our nation in our world wherever satan can send them wherever these demons will want to be at that's where they want to be and that's what they want to do and that's what they want to implement and so i I want to get a little bit a a lot more spiritual than usual i really want to talk about how the spirit of of offense has such a destructive agenda at hand in trying to silence people trying to destroy people's lives and trying to hinder people in many different ways and First, first, I want to start with where you can kind of find it biblically. I don't want to go all through the Bible. There's a specific verse that came to mind when I was thinking about this topic, and it's well, not specific verse because I don't remember the verse number. uh, Sue me, Um, (laughs) but I remember the account. It is in in the book of of John. And is it John? is it, John? Wait a minute. It might. It's one of the other gospels. They got it. It's because it's about John the Baptist. It's about John the Baptist, really. And if some of you are familiar with it already, even as I bring it up, but it's the account where Jesus is doing miracles and it has he's just done a whole host of miracles, healing the sick, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, giving sight to the blind, casting out demons and uh, healing, healing the sick and the lame and, and things like that, all that kind of stuff. And the disciples of John the Baptist, in John the Baptist, uh, to give you a little context, John the Baptist was a forerunner to Christ. He proclaimed the coming of Christ and him being the Messiah, Jesus being the Messiah, Jesus being the Christ and the Son, of, Son of the Living God, and and how his ministry must decrease and how the ministry of Christ must increase and all of these different things. And so, in the midst of all these miracles that were done. John was in prison during that time. He had gotten pr- gotten in, in prison because of the things that he said to Herod and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And in the midst of him being in prison, Jesus was still ministering, still healing. His ministry was expanding. Uh, just like John the Baptist had said, his ministry decreased and the ministry of Christ increased. And John had sent his disciples from prison to Jesus and sent them to ask him, was he the Messiah or should we look for somebody else? And at first that would seem like a regular, normal question to ask, but in the context of what was happening, that was a very significant challenge to Jesus, his ministry, his legitimacy to send disciples. After you sent those same disciples, disciples of John, or disciples before those disciples that were sent, you sent them to follow Jesus. After doing all of that, then you send them to Jesus to ask if he's the Messiah. Didn't you know he was the Messiah when you proclaimed that the Messiah after would not, you would not even be able to tie his shoe, his sandals? Wasn't you the one that proclaimed that he, he's he's the, the lamb of God that comes to take away the sins of the world. You made that prophetic declaration to all these people that were getting baptized by you to enough so that you will be called John the Baptist. You're calling Israel to repentance and, and calling Israel to the fact that uh, the you are paving the way you literally told Israel that you were paving the way to the Messiah. And then you send disciples in the midst of Jesus' ministry as he's healing everybody to say that. Are you the Messiah? Yes, that was a a literal assault on his ministry, on why Jesus came. And the reason why that happened was because of offense. He, for whatever whatever reason, was offended that he was imprisoned. And and I may be speculating because the Bible doesn't explicitly spell that out, but I, I say this because of what Jesus said in response. He says, go tell John what you saw. And, and and what they saw was him healing right in front of them in response to what he said. And he says, go tell John what you saw that the, the sick are being healed and, and, and all that I was sent to do basically is what I'm doing. And blessed is he who was not offended because of me is what he said. And that's really key because it's amazing how offense can take you to a certain place. It's amazing how offense can cause you to be in a certain place where you are willing to sabotage the the work that is being done, questioning their integrity outright just because you're offended. Just because you didn't get what you expected to get and you say things in a way that will question the integrity of another individual that would bring doubt Seeds of doubt, seeds of dissension, seeds of contentiousness, and bring it to that individual. And I I, I really wanted to speak about this. I I really felt like speaking about this because it's happening a lot in our day and age. And we, we as believers have to be aware of this, aware of how easy it is for people to be offended. How easy it is for people to question your integrity, question your heart in doing what you're doing or saying what you're saying if it's in truth. And this this specifically comes in the manner of you know what? Let, let me let me bring up another verse uh, before I go into that, where Jesus said that I came not to bring peace but a sword. Now, I've, now in, in the other places in the, in, this, in the New Testament. Um, It stated that, you know, there's peace and and goodwill to all men when when Jesus came and and was a baby and and those words that were spoken of him. But in this context, he was basically speaking about how the truth of Christ, the truth of who he is, is going to cause a division to take place. And he said that I came not to bring peace, but to bring division. To put a a mother against uh, your son, you know, father against son, mother against daughter, you know, brother against brother, family against family basically, and, and, and different things like that, where it will cause a, a separation uh, because of the truth that is being spoken, the truth of that person. And it helps us in, in, in a way because as Christians we, we understand that speaking about Christ will cause people to, to be against each other. You can be in the same family, but because you trust in Jesus and they don't. They look at you as the enemy or they look at you as being divisive. They look at you as being unloving. They look at you as being the blame for what's going on in our family and the divisions and, and making things awkward or, or, or whatever. And what, what, what happens is. That, that, that should be the foundation for us judging between whether or not we are being offensive because we're rude, we are unkind, we are arrogant, we are puffed up because we know things, because the, uh, in 1 Corinthians 8, chap, uh, chapter 8, verse 1, it says that knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. So if we're not speaking in love, yes, we can be offensive and offend people. But this is a different type of, of offense that, that I'm speaking about because the gospel, in its nature, offends us in our and our sinful nature, and it offends our flesh. It offends our our motives be because it, it, it offends us because it exposes our motives. It 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 exposes our comfort levels. We we get this, We get uncomfortable, and so we attack based on our being uncomfortable and dealing with the status quo and how that's t- challenged, and you can have people that operate in the spirit of offense or are, are t- overtaken by the spirit of offense. And they will call into question things that you say, even if you're being kind, it will question you and question your integrity and question, question you bring you into question in, 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 in different ways. And this shows up when we're preaching the gospel, when it comes to preaching that Jesus is the only way, because the world likes to say, oh, we all believe in God. Some people like say, oh, everybody believes in God, or we're all God's children, and, and, you know, it doesn't matter what you do what you're a child of God, but the truth of the gospel says, no, it is when you put your faith in Christ that you are given the right to become God's child, and those that are His children imitate the Father. He said to, 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 to be like the Father, dear children, to imitate Him in what you do, how you love, how you trust in the Son, how you live your life for the gospel—this is what determined. What this is what determined who was a child of God, who was a son and a daughter of God. And Cosby Wallen, why? Why every time? I'm, why every time I'm doing podcasts? All right. Anyway. And the world can believe one set of things, but then when you preach the gospel and you preach truth it can contradict them and it can be a a contesting of 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 the truth it it can contest with what the age the spirit of the age is saying and i'm i'm telling you man there's there's another car another car um but there's a, a contesting of the truth that comes through the spirit of offense where oh you're being offensive you're being Bigoted, you're being hateful, you're being this, you're being that. This also shows up when it comes to LGBT issues. When you stand on God's word, when it comes to sexuality, people will literally be offended. They will find any reason to be offended in any way. And they will question your integrity in doing what you're doing. They will question your love for them. They will question all these things and they will be offended for the sake of being offended. And offense is literally used as a weapon against you it's used as a weapon to attack you and your integrity to attack you and your commitment to truth your commitment to love loving other people and what can happen is if you're not prepared for it you we as the body of christ can start acquiescing to them not just lgbt but the world in general we start acquiescing no no we we really do love you we 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 really want to show that we love you and so we'll we'll tone it down a little bit We won't say that Christ is gonna come back to judge the living and the dead and judge them by the gospel. We're not gonna actually come back and say that if Jesus is the only way, that all other ways are antagonistic to that way. We, We would shy back. We will clamp down on what the truth of the gospel is because of people being offended and I believe that the spirit of offense is very active in our day and age because it wants to silence the voice of truth that comes from the people of God, how God has given us a message of, of the gospel to call people men and women into repentance uh, to call people to surrender their lives to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and many other things that people will find offensive. And, and it's something that we have to recognize, resist, and it is something that we have to just stand firm in knowing that people will be offended because the message of the gospel is offensive um if i can even take it and, and, and so I, I hope this 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 helps in, in that way and helping y'all all of us all of us me included uh to look out for 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 things of that nature to, to look out for uh, soft spots in our life where we may feel we may feel some type of way when people call us bigoted or people call us backwards and and help us to be more firm in our convictions while at the same time being loving and consistent and also broken being broken knowing that the church has had a hand in being offensive and and to other people and and it's happening even right now in, uh, in in America and and it's happening right now in our churches and and we have to take care of that but at the same time we need to keep the main thing, the main thing, and continue preaching the gospel, continue pursuing holiness, continue pursuing the love of other people and preaching that gospel because the gospel is literally the power of God unto salvation. It is the power of God that transforms lives. It transforms minds. It transforms spirits. It it transforms our life because the Holy Spirit is going to bear witness to the truth of the gospel. And so we have to take account of this and really pursue preaching that gospel and pray for the boldness of the Holy Spirit to come upon us so that we are able to speak and not care about how offensive that message is and to know that the Holy Spirit is more powerful than that spirit of offense. And now I want to take a different track right before I I close this podcast and speak about how the spirit of offense can affect the relationships that we have with people. We have this thing in this generation where we just cut people off as soon as they do things that we don't like. As soon as they do things that are wrong, but we don't, as believers specifically, we don't come to a certain place where we bear each other's burdens or we are patient, we are loving, we are gracious, we learn how to forgive. And we we are influenced by that spirit of offense. That spirit of offense will literally want to break up friendships, we want to break up camaraderie and fellowship with between the family of God because you were offended and then you kept it going by continuing to wallow in the offense instead of being free to love free to to just uh, be patient free and free in being patient free in giving and, and loving and we find ourselves in a place where we're we're not we're we're so quick to be offended we're so quick to cut off people and i believe that's that's partly due to that spirit of offense that is active in our world because we get to the place where we're not concerned with continuing the fellowship with other people we're just concerned with how offended we really are and and so i just encourage you as well as as much as i've spoken about the big nature things about the gospel and And what we need as Christians to do and standing firm in this culture that is really antagonistic to the gospel and our interpersonal relationships. We got to take inventory on how offended we have been towards other people, how offended we've been when people have done certain things and haven't been able to forgive, be patient, love, uh, confront what has happened. But not stewing in our offense and, and, and doing things out of being offended and, and not taking care of business as grown men and women. And being able to, to love one another, being able to, to call into account things that has happened if you've been offended in any way. And so I just encourage you to take some inventory, I will take some inventory, I encourage all of us to take inventory on what we're doing in our lives and how easy how easy, easily we get offended with each other. and. Also take note of how much that spirit of offense, that demonic spirit wants to make inroads into our life and cause dissensions, cause strife, cause separations, cause bitterness, cause hardness of heart. It wants to cause rebellion. It wants to cause all kinds of things in the church, out the church. It wants to move and it wants to create patterns of, of offense. It wants to create patterns of separation. can be broken in your life today and so i pray that in jesus name that if any of you are beholden to the spirit of offense on your life that it be broken in the name of jesus that you are free to love greater to love deeper to love quicker to be patient to grow in the patience that god is producing in you uh, to bear the fruit of the spirit of god which is love patience joy kindness self control peace all of these different qualities of that fruit of the Holy Spirit I pray that it is developed in you I pray that you are are filled with the spirit and that the spirit of offense is in its bondage and any of its strongholds is loosed off of your life in Jesus name and that you change your way that uh, you change your way of thinking and approaching offense in your life Uh, the same way I had to do because I've dealt with offenses as well even when it comes to preaching the gospel to unbelievers they can they can be very offensive And I can be passive aggressive. I can be uh, passive aggressive in ways where I feel like somebody's coming at me and I'll come at them with passive aggressiveness. So I got to deal with my own thing as well. So I just encourage you with this. I hope this is an encouraging word for you guys. I hope this is something that causes you to think and reflect on on what we need to do as believers and being free from offense, free from that lifestyle of being offended and cutting people off and, and not being able to deal with problems and things of that nature. So. That's another episode for the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. I encourage you to continue to change your way of thinking just as Christ has changed your life through the gospel. And I also, as always, encourage you to enjoy this process of thought and God's hand in it. God bless you.